0: Hey there, I'm Sam Bezek of BossDrink.com and today I'm coming at you with episode four of Boss Bites. Today we're gonna to be talking about a subject that's not often considered but one that's really important and that's the idea of muscle damage. So, public perception uh, kind of indicates that most people think that in order to actually build muscle you have to first break it down. Uh, this is an idea that, you know, something that I subscribed to for a long time Uh, and that many people like myself also have subscribed to except the research is beginning to indicate that muscle damage might not actually play as big of a role as everybody thinks at least not you know from one workout to the next so in order to you know get into why muscle damage might not be as important as most people think we have to consider what's actually driving muscle growth so currently the most accepted theory behind how our muscle actually increases in size is muscle protein synthesis so there's this idea of daily uh, you know protein accretion so this ratio of protein buildup to protein breakdown and it's thought that only when you're in a net positive increase of protein uh, that you'll actually increase muscle mass and that makes sense right it's it's similar to the whole idea of that in order to gain weight you need to consume more calories than you're expending the same concept kind of goes with with protein with uh, protein balance it stands to reason that if you want to increase muscle size you have to increase you know the synthesis of new proteins to a greater extent than what's actually being broken down so essentially there's this idea that You know chronically elevating protein synthesis should theoretically put you in a situation that your protein balance is net positive so how does this kind of play into the whole idea of muscle damage well people then get this idea that you know you're breaking down muscle chronically or you know quite often and then you're then repairing that muscle which is leading to an increase in muscle size so Muscle damage does seem to occur, but it doesn't seem to happen in the way that most people think. So most people think that it happens every time, like that you're training specifically to uh, increase, you know, the tearing of your muscle or the breakdown of your muscle. And when you first start training, you know, if you're fairly new or if you start a new training block with different exercise variations, it's likely that muscle damage does occur, and we see this in the research. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, initial increases in muscle size seem to actually be due to the muscle you know being damaged and then swelling. Uh, but that doesn't actually pan out long term in terms of increasing muscle size. So what seems to happen is, When you first start training you have a very high level of muscle damage and and that makes sense right because you're not used to the stimulus of training and then all of a sudden you know you're going in and you're doing 10 sets of bench press of course you're going to have some some muscle damage occurring then and then after that we also in the research see that there's a strong increase in protein synthesis which would initially lead us to believe like oh if i want my muscle to grow and at the hand of increasing muscle synthesis, or muscle protein synthesis rather, that it would make sense that I'd want to damage my muscle. But what seems to happen is that that increase in protein synthesis is more so due to actually repair the damage that's been done, and not so much increase the amount of protein that you have in the muscle further. Um, And this is corroborated by some other research, uh, one that I actually did a research review a while back um, with one of the leading researchers being Carlos Ugrinovich, a uh, former professor of mine. Uh, They displayed this. They displayed that initially there's a high level of muscle damage and there's a high level of protein synthesis. But when they controlled for things like muscle swelling, actual increases in muscle size didn't occur until after the damage had actually subsided. So this is this kind of leads us into this whole idea of what's known as the repeated bout effect. The repeated bout effect is this idea that you initially have a lot of muscle damage but then eventually as the body adapts, which is the primary goal of training, you know you're trying to adapt to the stress that you're putting the body under. This, you know, your body has adapted to that stimulus so and one of the main adaptations would be to limit the amount of muscle damage that's actually occurring so it's kind of like for example say you've say you started doing a a bench press variation of a wide grip you know you're probably initially not used to training with such a wide grip you know you do a lot of volume and then you get super sore and you know you are probably damaging the muscle to a pretty decent extent however you know the second and the third time that you begin uh, doing the same exercises you get less and less sore you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why people can squat every day and not get super sore. You know, obviously there's some other reasons why that happens, but it has a lot to do with this repeated bout effect that you're stimulating growth of the muscle and then the body actually responds by making that muscle more resilient to the stress and then you just the muscle damage just doesn't occur anymore, which kind of puts you in a good position to you know stimulate the muscle for growth and have increases in protein synthesis go towards that growth rather than specifically going towards the muscle repair so understanding that muscle damage isn't as important as most people think but and let me clarify that I think that muscle damage does occur and it's obviously an integral part of the whole process. It's just not something that continues to happen long term unless you start changing up your routine a bit. And hopefully that kind of makes sense. So, excuse me. So what exactly would then be the goal of training? If we're not training to specifically damage the muscle, which is what most people think, what's what's our goal then so our goal would then of course be to regularly stimu- stimulate you know the leading theory behind growth which would be protein synthesis and at the same time we'd want to be minimizing the amount of actual damage that is occurring and that makes sense right because if if we're increasing the damage we're also increasing protein synthesis but a lot of that protein synthesis is going to, towards repairing the damage and not specifically growth so in my mind, the best way to go about this would be to then attempt to increase total volume, which seems to be, you know, one of the leading theories behind how you can actually uh, increase muscle muscle size. Um, but you can also do this through increasing the frequency of your training. So the reason I say that is because we all know that progressive overload is a primary driver, and that makes sense because if you're constantly doing three sets of 10 on bench press eventually you're going to adapt and then you won't grow any further so there's this need for increasing the amount of stress that you put on the body you know sequentially over time and increasing frequency allows us to do that you know with uh, with a bit of ease primarily because you can do less volume per workout but then stimulate protein synthesis regularly without the risk of being sore and having decrements in performance or whatever. So essentially the primary goal of training is not necessarily to induce muscle damage but to initially induce muscle damage, adapt to that, and then continue to stimulate growth while minimizing the actual breakdown of muscle that's occurring. So based on this information let's just get into a couple strategies to sort of leverage this information okay so let me let me clarify that you should still be training hard you still need to practice progressive overload you just don't want to directly be training for the specific purpose of damaging the muscle okay and the one of the first things that you need to do is uh, you need to train close not too, but you need to train close to failure, regardless of the weight that you're using. Research is beginning to suggest that the the actual intensity that you use during your training, such as like the the weight that you're using, isn't as important for muscle growth as long as you're stimulating the muscle enough to stimulate growth. Okay, so. For example, if you're training with, you know, 85% of your one rep max, you know, so something that's pretty heavy, you know, you might be able to take that close to failure around like eight to 10 repetitions. And that should theoretically stimulate growth. But if, say, for instance, you're training with a very lightweight, you know, something that's a 30 rep max weight, you'll need to train closely. To that maximum in order to stimulate it, in order to stimulate further growth. So, just to clarify, you can train in just about any rep range that you want. You just have to make sure that uh, you're training to the point where you're actually stimulating growth by doing a bit more than you're accustomed to. Second, you need to, you know, ensure that you're practicing progressive overload, and obviously, that's super important, right? like I mentioned in order to continue growing you have to continually stress the body to greater extents but as I was trying to point out earlier you can do that by increasing total volume and increasing the frequency at which you train and that in my mind is a much better situation to be in than having one training session per week per muscle group per muscle group and then just annihilating the muscle which might actually create some damage but again any increase in protein synthesis would then likely be going towards that repair and not necessarily growth. Um, third, you need to recognize that you know even with this repeated bout effect occurring, eventually you'll adapt to the movements and your response, your growth response will diminish. So this is kind of like if you're squatting with the same variation, you know, four times a week. So say you like to squat high bar with a fairly close stance you know you get really efficient at the movement you get good at it you increase your strength well eventually your growth response to that specific movement will diminish you know it'll it'll make it much more difficult for continued growth when you're using the same exercises daily so you can cr- you can sort of vary how you're doing the exercises for example you know now two times a week you squat with a low bar and a wide stance it seems research seems to suggest that even though you might uh, adapt to specific movements which really isn't a terrible thing you know you adapt by getting more efficient at the movement but in terms of growth uh, it reduces the stimulus that you get from each bout and the research is suggesting that just by varying the different the different methods that you work certain muscle groups Uh, should be enough for continued growth just remember this whole process might sort of start over if you start to switch the way that you're squatting all of a sudden you might see very high levels of muscle damage and soreness at the beginning but eventually you you know repair and recover and adapt to that and then you sort of open the door for continued growth outside of specifically repairing the damage and then, lastly, and just to kind of really drive this point home, you don't need to train specifically to induce soreness and muscle damage. You know, based on all this information, the actual amount of time that you spend with muscle damage is fairly short. And as other research suggested, uh, and I'll link the article that I wrote about this information, uh, the research is suggesting that actual muscle growth doesn't occur like doesn't really meaningfully occur until after that damage has been repaired so if you're training specifically to get sore all the time you number one might have some of that growth response going towards repairing the damage plus two you know you're probably reducing the amount of work that you can actually do because if you've ever done a gigantic workout where you're inducing a lot of muscle soreness you know we've all seen the, the the memes and the jokes about like not being able to sit on the toilet after a leg day you know in my opinion what's the point of doing that if you could train legs three times per week compared to one not induce a lot of muscle damage still stimulate growth you know in my mind the answer to that is is fairly clear it's a much better idea to train specifically for a growth adaptation rather than damaging the muscle and making yourself sore so I think that about wraps it up for this this whole talk, um, and I just want to clarify that muscle damage does probably occur. It's just it's just probably not the main driver of muscle growth as many people um, think that it is, uh, and I think that about you know covers covers everything with this topic. So. Uh, In light of keeping this brief, if you enjoyed this content, please consider giving this video a like, and if you really enjoyed this content, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel as well as the podcast. That's it for today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.